Hey guys, welcome back to Floral Couch Conversations. I'm Emily. And I'm Alyssa. And this is our third episode. How does it feel, Alyssa? It feels awesome. We have a lot of um, friends and family that have been super supportive, so I'm excited. Yeah, we've heard a lot of good feedback from people who listened and reached out and who people who we randomly followed with our new Floral Couch <laughs> Conversations Instagram accounts. So follow us at Floral Couch Conversations. We now have 40 followers. Woo! Celebrate. That's catching up to my actual Instagram. So <laughs> uh, one of the pieces of feedback we heard was that Alyssa needs to talk louder. So we're... Is this better? Yeah, we're working on that. Sounds Perfect. good. Good job. And we also got a lot of comments on Alyssa's Hinge conversation, which we'll get to in a second. But first, I want to ask Alyssa, how's your week going? It's good. Um, I, my work has been hosting a conference this week, so I've been doing a lot of networking, which college me never would have imagined liking, but I've liked it so far. But it's kind of exhausting to be on and be professional for three days straight, like morning till night. And then you have to come home and be on on your podcast. I me. know. It's so stressful. Just kidding. I love this. <laughs> How has your week been? It's been good. I've been really busy the last few weeks. I feel like there's just been like something going on every weekend we're running around and so I kept this week pretty low-key that's always nice but on the way here I need to tell this story um driving east on 94 on my commute long commute to this podcast headquarters (laughs) the um, floral couch headquarters I saw this station wagon like picture those old-fashioned station wagons like national lampoon style sure with like the wood siding you know (laughs) Yep. But this one didn't have wood siding. It was like a pale yellow, like a baby yellow. I feel like that's, that's never a, a good I'm idea. Sure. Probably. Um, but so station wagon, that color. And then it had like lip prints, like lipstick, like a kiss print, you yep. know, all over it. And like there were like smaller ones and bigger ones, like all different shapes. Like covering these, like, the whole car? Covering the entire car. And then the hood of the car had, I'm not kidding, thousands of lipsticks and lip gloss tubes like glued to the car and like some were like open and up and some were just like the lip gloss like you know like the applicator or whatever yeah sticking out and I was just like what could that be for because it said and then it said pucker up it wasn't like a mobile like an advertisement for Mary Kay or anything the lady who was driving the pucker up mobile if you're listening please (laughs) contact us we need you on our podcast we need to know how you got that car what your life story is like just please reach out to us if anyone knows her tell her to call us yes at floral couch conversations on instagram slide into our dms (laughs) okay so th- so then back to the hinge responses. We got a lot of people reaching out to Alyssa about her hinge responses. So why don't you tell us who responded and what their advice was? Yeah. So there were three people actually that reached out to me directly. One of them being my little sister who told me my mom was not a fan of me being on hinge or dating apps in general. But sorry, mom, it's a whole new world out there. Um, the it's other a crazy world out there. <laughs> Seriously. The other was from our Says the married lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The other was from our mutual friend, Matt, and he actually said he disagreed with your advice. He said that there's no way to segue from an awkward conversation. You just have to change the subject. How do you feel about um, being called out like that? He respectfully disagreed, by the way. I'm glad he went behind my back to tell you that. (laughs) He did. Yeah. Just kidding. I, I would definitely respect his opinion more than mine because I 
do not have a lot of dating experience, do not have a lot of patience for texting and that kind of stuff. So as he respectfully disagrees, I respectfully accept his answer. And that makes, we're very similar, I feel yeah. like. So probably is good to have a third party perspective because I feel like we for kind sure. of And a male some, perspective is always that's good. very true. Yeah. So thanks, Matt. Thanks. And then um, the other response I got was from our mutual friend, Danny who said that she has a great idea for a podcast in the future, and that's I should go on a hinge date this weekend and then report back and analyze it on Monday. Okay, I think that's genius, <laughs> and I really wish you would do it. Please I'm, commit for the podcast. I want to commit for the podcast, but I happen to have plans this weekend. Okay, but don't worry. We'll get Alyssa to go on a hinge date, and we will for sure recap it on the podcast. I will at some point. I promise. I just am not going to force it if the conversation is going nowhere. (laughs) Don't force it. It'll be natural. It'll be good. And it'll be super entertaining for our listeners. I'm, I'm just here to entertain. I do know we have a mutual friend that doesn't suck at dating apps like I do, um, and she's actually our guest today. Very excited to have our first guest, Rika, aka Lil Ray Ray, on the episode today. Let's bring her on. Hey, Rika, welcome to the Floral Couch. Hey, y'all, it's Lil Ray Ray coming at you live from Allie B's house. Just kidding, that's only my name on the weekends. Also, you're live from the Floral Couch headquarters. My bad. So tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. So my name is Rika. I'm 26 years old. I'm from the Twin Cities, and my dream job is to be a YouTube beauty influencer, but I am an accountant. Would you ever start a YouTube channel? I've thought about it, but um, the makeup part sounds really easy and what I'm passionate about, but the editing of the YouTube videos stresses me out, so that's pretty much the only reason I haven't started yet. What about like an Instagram where you just post your beauty favorites and your you can do like short little clips of like your makeup looks? I think that I might start that soon. I've been thinking about it for a while, but I do need models if anyone's interested, right. you guys and listeners. Here's your encouragement. I'll also be a model. Okay, great. I will too. And I will watch every story religiously. I might have to start this. You guys are making me excited. Please do. Yes, make it happen. So, Rika, you're on because we are obviously friends, but we met while we worked together at our last job, and we kind of bonded over a traumatic experience. Do you want to tell that story? That's, I feel like that's what solidified the friendship. Is your mom listening? Possibly, and possibly my dad. So, keep it PG-13. Okay. Okay. Well, yes, Alyssa and I did bond on a traumatic experience. I'll try to tell the story as best as I can. Uh, We both did come from public accounting. That's where we first met. And we were on a first year audit together that was some crazy long hours. So we were getting off work pretty late in the night. And Alyssa usually took the bus home, but I made her walk to my car with me one night because I didn't want to walk alone. And while we were walking to the Target Center ramp, we opened up the back door to where my car was. And Alyssa was the first person to open up the door. And I just hear her say, oh, 
and she pauses. And later I find out that she paused and held the door open because she didn't want to explain to me what she saw. So she just wanted me to see it for myself instead of protecting me. Can we talk about how that's also such a Minnesota thing to be like, oh, and then like not (laughs) say anything else? Oh, sorry. Is classic Minnesotan. An aside, but I was at a conference a couple weeks ago and with some people from Texas who think my Minnesotan accent is just like atrocious. They made fun of me so much and I feel like I don't even have that strong of an accent except for apparently when I say ope. Um, That actually happened to me when I first started at the company. My training was in Chicago um, because not a lot of people started at the time period that I did and everybody there made fun of my accent. I never noticed it until until I was out of state. And I actually went to school in Chicago for a few months and became friends with a bunch of people and they thought I was from Canada. Like they legit, <laughs> I'd be, I would go home for Thanksgiving and they'd be like, okay, have fun in Canada. And no, it's just Minnesota. Yeah. Well, and the two things I was made fun of for saying is audit and August. And... I guess like Minnesotans really stretch it out like they say like August and audit um, which I didn't notice but I guess it's supposed to be like August audit. I would get made fun of for saying big and flag and oh and like just like long o's. There was some turkeys on the side of the road. Anyway, sorry to to pull us back. So continue the story of how I'm a great friend clearly. So when I see what Alyssa sees. It is two people engaging in scandalous activity. And no, it was not drugs. The other kind of scandalous activity. Um, And I unfortunately made eye contact with one of the engagers. And because I'm an awkward person, my first thought was to just run. I didn't even say anything to Alyssa. I just ran away. And all I remember her saying is her running behind me and saying, wait, but why are we running? (laughs) I mean, no one was chasing us in my defense. I was like, what's happening? Where are we going? Did they see you? Um, Yeah, for sure one of them saw me. But I mean, we made eye contact and I, I wanted to be like, I'm so sorry for disturbing you. But instead, but I also, just... you should be so sorry for engaging in this activity in a stairwell of a parking garage. I mean, what time was it when we showed up? It was like 1030. And I mean, I'll spice up your life. But uh, <laughs> we were trying to just go home from work, minding our own business. <laughs> I guess not too many people go to their car at 1030 at night on a weeknight <laughs> downtown. Okay, no further questions <laughs> on this subject. So, Rika, you were an RA in college, right? I was. Tell us some of the craziest stories you experienced. The only crazy story I can think of is there was one night where my residents were partying and things got so out of hand that they, like, broke the like glass box that our like fire hose was in um which obviously that's a fire hazard because if we did have a real fire a firefighter would have to be able to access that hose but I think I don't know how they broke it but they did and it cost our floor $1,500 to replace it 
And I don't think they ever caught who did it. So it was um, split amongst everyone except for myself because there's that understanding that the RA probably didn't do it. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> We're still not sure, but. <laughs> I mean, I, I am a little wild, but I promise I did not break that box. I don't know if I have too many crazy stories. I do remember one story that I think is pretty funny. I was Kirby Puckett's son's RA, and he was on my floor. That is so cool, by the way. But my boss, the hall director, she pulled me aside and was like, I just want to let you know that um, Kirby Puckett's son is on your floor, and I don't want you spreading that information around. I think he wants to kind of stay low-key, and so, you know, just don't don't tell anyone. And I was like, yeah, like I for sure won't say anything. Um, what's his name? So I know. And she said, Kirby Puckett Jr. <laughs> Did he go by a nickname? <laughs> no, he went by Kirby. So I was like, um, yeah, I promise I won't tell anyone. I can't, I can't uh, prevent people from finding out, but it won't come from me. That's really cool. So Rika, earlier we talked about Alyssa's hinge dating experiences, well, not really dating experiences, <laughs> but her experiences on hinge. But we hear that you have a hinge success story. So why don't you tell us about that? Yeah. Before I go into that, I do want to say I also agree with Matt's advice on how to respond to that hinge potential because I feel like I've been there before where you know there's so much sarcasm going on and then eventually like one of you just ghosts the other because you just don't know how to respond speaking of did you update we need an update did you ghost that guy yes okay so point proven (laughs) I mean I responded via Emily's advice but then he responded and I just like it felt like so much effort to keep the conversation going, so I didn't put in that effort. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like Emily said, I did have success on Hinge, um, but kind of funny story. I So my boyfriend and I, his name's Patrick, we've been together for 11 months now, and we reconnected on Hinge. We actually met previously in high school. I was in his high school prom group. I went to Robinsdale Cooper, shout out to all my Cooper Hawks, and he went to um, St. Louis Park, but I had a really good girlfriend that went to that high school as well and was in his friend group. And the day before her senior prom, one of her other friends, his prom date backed out on him. So she was dating a 21-year-old. So obviously her boyfriend couldn't go to prom because he was 21. And so she was going with um, the guy I ended up going with. But I think her and her boyfriend like got into a fight or something the day before prom. And he basically told her that if she went to prom with another guy, he was going to dump her. So she backed out of going to prom with him last minute. And that's when they called me asking if I would um, be available to like fill in as a date. But I actually didn't get the message the night before because I got in trouble for like not cleaning my room. So my mom took my phone away. She's um, a lot less crazy now. But she took my phone away. And so I didn't get it back until the day of prom. And um, when I checked it, I got like a message from my friend asking if I would go to prom with her friend whose date backed out. So 
it was a very last minute thing. I almost wouldn't have went if I didn't get my phone back in time, but there I was. And he ended up being in that prom group as well. And then at the end of the night, my prom date ended up going back to his place, but I stayed out with my friend and like her date and then Patrick who's my boyfriend and then his date because they were they rented a hotel for the night and they said that they were just gonna like continue the party and little did I know that Patrick was like trying to date his date and then my friend was like trying to like you know date her date I thought that we were all just gonna have like a fun night together but I didn't realize that there was so much like romantic like tension going on um I mean I went to my senior prom with like a really good friend um shout out to Ben Whalen and (laughs) my friends also went with like really good friends like I had no reason to like believe that like this was gonna be anything more than just like friends hanging out but I was wrong and so the night ended with like Patrick and his soon-to-be girlfriend just like cuddling um, one of the beds together and then my friend and her date like making out in the bathroom and I was so uncomfortable because I was the fifth wheel that I just like pretended to fall asleep because I didn't know what else to do. (laughs) Awkward. (laughs) Super awkward. So that is my experience of meeting him. And so flash forward to being on Hinge, he came up as an option um, because I think if you guys are aware of how Hinge works, it connects you with like potential dates that you have like Facebook friends in common with. So he showed up. So I remember thinking that he was really cute. And so I, you know, sent him, I sent a like or whatever. And then he reached out to me and asked me if I remembered him. And then I said I did. And we went on a couple dates. And then um, eventually he asked me if I remembered prom night and being at the hotel. And I was like, "Uh, yeah, it was like one of the most uncomfortable experiences of my life. That's kind of a crazy after prom story. After my prom, we went back to some guy's house and watch Mulan in his basement. Wow, Emily, you really know how to throw a party. <laughs> it wasn't my normal friend group. I will just say that. <laughs> Wait, you guys didn't have like an, a, a school sanctioned uh, after prom? No, we had, I feel like some schools have that for after prom and some do it after graduation and ours was after graduation. We had like a lock-in type party thing. So I went to a Catholic school, but we, after prom, went to mass <laughs> at midnight and then got locked into the bowling alley for like fake games and get prizes and stuff. And I thought that was, I mean, minus the mass part, I thought that after prom was normal. What? You guys had mass after prom? In your prom dress? Prom dress and everything. At like a church or the school? Um, We had like a mini chapel in our school. I went to Catholic high school too and that did not happen for us. Can I ask like what kind of dancing went on at your prom? I mean there were some people that like but the chaperones walked around the whole time telling us to leave room for Jesus. So it's a Catholic school. (laughs) Do you guys have anything planned for your one year anniversary? So we are going to dinner at have you guys been to like the spoon in the stable? No, but I've heard 
about it and then it's like really hard to get a reservation yes okay so our one year is at the end of october and so i made a reservation a week ago to go to the spoon in the stable and nothing was available until 9 p.m and later and like i was making my reservation more than a month in advance wow so good so you're going at 9 p.m yeah so we have dinner plans at 9 p.m on a saturday oh well there you go but it's it's wild. I don't know like when you're supposed to make a reservation because I tried to make a reservation last month and you couldn't for the month of October because I think they only let you do it like two months in advance. So, so you have to be like ready. Yeah. Like, on. I feel like people have like alarms set on their phone of like when to like schedule That's a reservation. Crazy. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's good. Report back. I will. Yeah, definitely report back. So you have been dating for almost a year, and I know you've done the whole meet the parents and everything. And I know that you were born in London, but your parents are Bengali. Do they have any issues or any pressure for you to date someone that's Bengali? Because I know Patrick is not. So my parents are from Bangladesh. My mom grew up there, and then my dad was born there, but moved to the UK when he was like about nine years old. So they are, I'm very lucky to have, I guess, less conservative parents. And there's like two reasons for that. One of them is, you know, my dad grew up in like a Western society, just like, you know, being in the UK. So he's very open to, um, you know, dating outside of our culture. And then my mom, she actually grew up with a pretty strict um, mother. My grandma was pretty strict. And my, so my mom was an actress back home in Bangladesh she was on tv like sitcom like a family sitcom and my grandma went with her to every casting call that she had in every like show recording and she would read the scripts in advance and if at any point there was like something where like her tv dad or like tv brother or something would like have to like put their hand on her to like show affection she would have them like write it out because she didn't want like people touching my mom (laughs) (laughs) that weren't married to her so I got lucky in that stance because my mom um that was something obviously she loves her mother and like we love my grandma but that was something that frustrated her and she kind of feels like it held her back a little bit from her career so she vowed that like when she had children she would not be that strict with them and she would kind of let them like live their own life so that's awesome so if your grandma was pretty strict how did she meet your dad So they were actually arranged, but my mom was engaged to someone else before she met my dad. And I don't know too much about the story, but what I do know was he was a doctor and he got like a job in Iran. So he had to move there for a couple months, but he told her to wait for him. And then in that time, I think her, one of her really good friends was like jealous that my mom was getting married before her or something like that. So she lied and told my mom that she was having an affair with her fiance. And my mom, instead of like asking him if like that was the truth, she just said yes to like the next proposal that she got and the way that it works there is it's kind of like your parents know someone that knows someone that has somebody that's looking to get married so she was presented with my dad's like bio data it's called (laughs) and it's it's like kind of like 
online dating it has like a picture of them it has their height it has what they do for a living and then it has what their parents do for a living because apparently that's important and she ended up saying yes to the next person who is my dad and she saw that he was from London and she had read books about Europe and thought it would be really cool to live there and so um yeah that's the romantic story that is my parents it kind of is romantic though because it Clearly, all these years later, they're still together and they've had just a happy life. Yeah, I mean, it worked out for them. They obviously got the best kids that they could have ever asked for. (laughs) No bias. (laughs) No bias. But I guess her, like, fiancé came back on her wedding day and was just like, what is going on? Like, we're engaged. Like, what's happening? And she kind of told him, like, well, you've you've been cheating on me the whole time. And he was like, no, I haven't been. Like, where did you hear that? So when she found out it was, like, a lie – she obviously was very visibly upset so like all of our wedding pictures we have in our house is like my mom crying (laughs) but um we later she later somehow found out that he ended up he did end up cheating on her it just wasn't with her friend so it worked out in the end yeah it really did yeah fate (laughs) it's it's just like a weird twisted love story Mm -hmm. but um obviously my parents understand that they raised us here in the U.S. and um the times have changed so they um are very open to us like dating and finding the right match for us that's awesome would you say that you're kind of following in your mom's footsteps in the fact that she's an actress because I know that you have a somewhat viral YouTube video out there, right? Oh, man. I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up. So, yes, I do have an embarrassing video out there on YouTube. Um, it is a video of me rapping. And this is a video that I made in college with a couple other RAs. So how this came to surface was Alyssa, myself, and another coworker, his name's Jack, we were at our last company and we were hanging out in an audit room together trying to do anything we could to prevent us from working. And this coworker, Jack, he has a football highlights video that he's extremely proud of. And he should be embarrassed, but he's like very proud. (laughs) Yes, he's like he's this 26 year old man and he plays this like high school football highlights video for us where he's in this video for probably like 15 seconds at most. (laughs) But the whole video, how long is the whole video? It's like 10 minutes and it's got like background music. It's got like a theme song from like Remember the Titans in it. Or it's like a a famous speech from Remember the Titans. Like it's just like so sappy. And we've seen this video so many times. And he played it for us again. It was probably like our 10th time watching it. And then he finally asked us if we had any videos out there on YouTube that he could play. And Alyssa showed a really funny like fake 3M commercial that she made in college which I love that video because um she's like married to whoever else is like acting in the commercial with her and they have this like very uncomfortable like awkward hug at the end so funny I've seen it it's the best I think you were there when it got recorded I was there when it was filmed <laughs> it's awful but I'll find <laughs> it for you guys so you can see it put your put the link in your bio uh we'll see <laughs> 
But then it came to my turn and they were like, Rekha, like what videos do you have? And I don't remember this like rap video being that embarrassing. So I showed it to them and it was so embarrassing and so funny that Jack emailed it to his personal email so that if he ever left the firm, he would always have the link to this YouTube video. <laughs> it's called Luther Hall Swag. Um, if you guys remember the song um, Pretty Boy Swag by Soulja Boy that probably came out when I was in high school. Um, we changed the lyrics to that song and called it Luther Hall Swag because that was the dorm that I lived in at the time. Once he got a hold of that video, he just, you know, showed all of our coworkers. So that's kind of what I'm known for. And YouTube.com yeah. if you want to look it up. <laughs> yeah. Emily, do you have any YouTube fame? I wouldn't say fame. I do have a couple of videos out there, but I'll only talk about one. <laughs> Uh-oh. We'll find the others later. I was special enough that someone made a shit Emily Ewan says video. Shout out to Chelsea Moore. I think it's pretty accurate, actually. So great job, Chelsea. It was a few years ago. It's pretty spot on, though. So, Rika, we have one final question that we ask all of our guests. And that is, if you were the star of a reality TV show, what would be the premise? And more importantly, what would it be called? Damn, that's a really hard question. Well, I don't watch too much reality TV, but I do remember the shows that I was obsessed with was like Laguna Beach, The Hills, and Unpopular Opinion, but Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I watched all three of those as well. I can only claim the first two, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I just never could invest in, just never connected. Not for lack of trying to get her to watch. (laughs) I don't know. I know it's unpopular, but I don't know. Just something about watching the Kardashians and their lifestyle. I love it. But I realized that I really like to watch like the lives of rich people (laughs) based on those shows. So if I had my own reality show, it would obviously be about me and my rich self and my rich friends, which we're not quite there yet. But um, obviously, Emily and Alyssa will get there with their podcast fame and I will get there with my beauty influencing. Obviously. Goals. And as far as what it would be called, I don't know. That's tough. What about from Riches to Ray Ray? That's a good reality show name i mean i knew the question was coming so i had time to think about it but it works because you are obsessed with uh living the high life yeah she knows she knows yeah from riches to ray ray watch out for it it'll be on mtv just just give us a couple years (laughs) okay we're coming to an end here so Rika, tell our listeners where they can find you you can find me on Instagram as badgalrayray1 with um, underscores in between. How did that become your name? I've always wondered that. So Rihanna, the singer, she's badgalriri. And so I wanted to be badgalrayray because she's a queen and I like to think of myself as a queen as well. But badgalrayray1 because there's already a badgalrayray. So don't follow her. Follow me. Well, thank you so much for being our first guest on Floral Couch Conversations, and we hope you come back. Of course. Thank you for having me. This was a very fun experience, and I loved listening to your first two episodes. I just want to say, Emily, you have a very soothing podcast voice. Uh, Alyssa, we'll get there. (laughs) Well, thank you. I tried hard. 
I apparently need to try harder. I'll give up smoking. Oh, (laughs) okay. Bye. Thanks for listening to Floral Couch Conversations. You can find us on the Apple Podcast app and SoundCloud. Just search Floral Couch Conversations. And tell your friends. And if you have a second, we would really appreciate it, actually, if you gave us a review and whatever, however many stars you think we deserve on iTunes, hopefully five. But we're open to feedback, as you know. Shout out to Pistachio Lover 14 and Burley, who are our first five star reviews. Whoop, whoop. And we'll talk to you guys next week for another awesome episode. Yeah, we have some more fun guests coming at you. So thanks. Bye. Bye.